Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. It's Christmas time is here. It's Christmas weekend and I'm so excited. And I know I don't. I'm definitely no. And this man already told me that I need to go and get my permit and my license and all this kind of stuff. And I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And uh, I didn't do it yet, but I'm going to. And um, yeah, all those things. And now he's going to come on here and talk to us about safety and all those type of things. Um, I'm really excited because, again, this is something that we all need to know, you know, and um, we have to pay attention. We got to pay attention to what's going on. You know what I mean? We, ha- we have to pay attention. And I know at times I am just out and about and I'm not paying things any mind. So I'm waiting for him to come on. He was just on. And then all of a sudden he dropped out. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I am here, Rock. There he me? goes. I can hear and see ya. Hey, what's Josie, happening? what's happening? How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me on today. Thank you. I'll, y'all kill me with the thank you for having me. I know that's I know that's <laughs> know that's how you talk but it cracks me up that it gets all like thank you roxy happy hunter you know i, I, I all got of the, all of the formalities <laughs> right right now so you guys again i just told you what we're going to discuss and um i'm gonna just let you take us right on in because like i said you know i know like a, i carry a a, a satchel bag and i'm like Oh, I should have took a crossover while I was out shopping, and th- and you're, and you were not paying attention. People are on their phone; they just are walking, and a, and a lot of things are going on. There's gift card scams out that that's heavy right now. You know, there's always an ATM uh, scam out, and I just feel like we need to talk about it, reiterate it, and really focus in on what's happening. You know, the strongest right now, I guess. And there was no other person that I needed to bring on to talk about that, but you. So tell us what's going on and what we should be uh, looking out for and and not doing. <laughs> well, first of all, we know that it is the holiday season and uh, tis the season to be scamming. <laughs> right, right. Um, we are out traveling. We are out moving to and fro uh, to various retail establishments. So that is associated with people having large quantities of money, large quantities of credit cards and Once they go into the malls and come out, they have merchandise and things are um, appealing to other people. Uh, So one of the biggest things is to, first of all, travel and dress um, safely. So that's important. And like I always say, never pull, you know, your money out in front of anybody. Use uh, credit cards as much as you can. Uh, Don't carry large sums of money on you. Be aware of your surroundings. That was big. You mentioned that. Um, and I say this more so, I, I see it more particularly with women uh, than I do with men. Um, you know, and also, I can't really say that, though, but cell phones can be an issue. Yeah. But pay attention to your surroundings. Always know where you park. Wait for that parking spot that's closest to the door of the business that you're going in. And I know oftentimes that is not easy, especially when you have thousands and thousands of people with the same idea as you to go to the mall or to these shopping areas. But be cognizant of where you park, park where it's well lit, 
try to avoid the farthest depths of the parking garage or parking lot. Try to park as close as you can to the door. So that shortens your trip. That shortens your, uh, you know, ability to be victimized. Mm. Um, but the reality of it is, is that you have individuals who uh, set out to prey upon people and they stake out these parking lots and they look for individuals who look like they are not secure with themselves. They're fumbling, mm-hmm. looking for their keys, carrying multiple bags and boxes, this boxes trying to get um, one trip out of the way. And those are the people that they target. But also you need to be aware of as you're leaving uh, these malls and, and also even your everyday routine of going to the bank, check your mirrors often, you know, because we're having you know situations and upticks of individuals who are following people home uh, from banks, from retail establishments. And then it turns into not only a, a robbery in the driveway of just taking their goods, but it then turns into a home invasion. Uh, where they're taking over homes wow. um, and, and getting access to people's homes. So one of the things I always say, um, don't take the same route home that you always do because individuals will look for patterns. You may not think anyone is watching you. You may leave your house every day at 7 a.m. and return at 4.30 p.m. That's an easy pattern to uh, identify. And if you are you know, carrying out that pattern every day, you are opening yourself up to have your yourself personally victimized or even your home victimized right. uh, and burglarized. So that's, that's one thing that's important. Um, you know, I think that we can get so comfortable uh, with just moving about, but in these times we have to kind of operate differently and move differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I always tell people uh, cell phones will get you killed faster than anything. I bet. Yeah. You yep. know, you see people walking down the street and they're so engrossed in their cell phone. They're not paying attention to their surroundings. You'll see people walking out in the traffic on their cell phones. You'll see people in malls on their cell phones and their small children are far behind them. And yeah. these are just the small things that we can pay attention to. Mm. And it's funny because now we know most of the the, the parking spaces that are closest to uh, the stores that we're trying to visit. Most of them are handicapped. And now that they set up this drive up. You know, me and my mom were talking about that yesterday. They, you know, this drive, you just drive up and they bring it out, put it in your car. That's taking up so many spaces that start from the door and go down the whole aisle, you know. So Mm -hmm. it's unfortunate that even as senior citizens, you know, the handicap is full or they don't have a handicap. And, you know, I mean, there's so there's so many issues with that, which is terrible, especially during holiday season. So I tend to drop my mom off at the door, watch her go in and then I'll go find some place to park, you know, and then I got to come back and get her. But I know uh, I just oh, yeah, I just did the biggest mistake. It's it's already in the bank. I mean, you know, but I did that. I did that. I had I had cash. And I just plopped the wallet right up on the counter. And I'm like, and I I didn't even think like that. You never pay attention to who's watching you because everybody's watching, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess because I don't pay attention to other people. I'm not like, oh, how much she got? Look at all that money in her wallet or his wallet. I just don't do that. So I don't think about it. But that's uh, that's serious. That's serious. Yeah. You have to you have to be cognizant of your environment, like use cash as, as, you know, as as least as possible but utilize that curbside pickup to minimize you having to go into the uh, stores so utilize that the stores put that into effect uh and i think more people need to utilize that 
that saves you time. It saves you the hassle of having to physically go in the store. You do everything online and then you pull up at the curb and they bring it to you. Right. So I think that, you know, utilizing that limits your accessibility to uh, individuals. Um, you know, nothing is perfectly, no, nothing is perfect. Nothing is 100% safe because individuals will find you and they will make a way to, uh, you know, if they want to victimize you, they will. But you can do certain things to lessen that, um, you know, utilize Amazon boxes, drop boxes. So. One of the biggest things right now, of course, at holiday season, but it happens during all throughout the year. Uh, but it increases around holiday season because more people have Amazon deliveries, right. our porch pirates. And we know that was just signed in a law that those individuals engaged in porch piracy will be charged with a felony. Um, Good. It took some time. OK. But, you know, okay. you know. And, and I think that's a great thing. You know, you know, usually with thefts and, and things like that, it's, it's predicated upon the value of the items. But uh, this particular crime, I don't believe there is a valuation on it. It is uh, a felony now to engage in porch piracy. And we see videos every day on the news of people's ring doorbell cameras capturing individuals cruising neighborhoods and stealing their Amazon packages or right. anything left on their steps. Uh, so just be careful with that. Use the Amazon drop boxes. And I'm going to speak on that because just recently in the last couple of weeks, yeah. uh, there was stuff circulating on Instagram of, oh, my gosh, Amazon drop boxes are added to my account. It's hackers and it's fraud and they're adding these locations. Um, that was the farthest thing from the truth. Amazon did not do a good job of getting this information out. What Amazon was doing, of course, with the increase of porch piracy and their people's packages being stolen. And I'm sure Amazon having to uh, compensate or reimburse people for their missing packages. Mm -hmm. They started to, uh, and they were, the algorithm was not perfect because it was putting drop boxes uh, for, for some people that were close to their particular area. They were putting drop boxes in their Amazon address book um, for a location that they had previously sent deliveries, but some of them were a little off base. There were some people who had addresses as far away as California and they live in the Philadelphia area. Really? But I just think that. Yeah, wow. I yeah, didn't I know that. I, I didn't know it was that far. I knew mine was far for me because when, mm -hmm. when people were posting it, I said, oh, let me check, you know, and I knew I had set one up at the Wawa. That's cl closest mm -hmm. to me, but they had one at like 33rd and market or something. And I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm never there you know so I, right. I i wasn't understanding that and then i was like ah so then that's when i made the post oh they got me you know <laughs> and then, and then and, <laughs> a lot of people did it i was i was sitting there watching i was like wait a minute people let me investigate this and slow down right. so what i think a lot of it is is it, you know amazon is very very involved in all of the you know google and everybody they a lot of these companies are, are connected somehow and you know and they track your locations they track where you've been, that location may have been somewhere that you may have driven through or passed on numerous occasions. I don't, I'm not certain of how their algorithm was working. Right. Uh, but it was, it was, you know, but for me particularly, the two locations were actually very, very close to me. Okay. So it, it was, it was kind of hit or miss, but I still tell people to check it and make sure and make sure that your email address and your notification phone number or, or email address is correct because when they send that particular key code, uh, to access the boxes, it should come to your primary email or your primary phone number. Just make sure that the information that you have that they communicate with you with is correct. Because I had some people that said, well, I changed my password 
um, because I thought somebody had access to my account. And when they changed their password, they still got Amazon boxes in their address book that were close to them. So that's what made me probe a little bit into it to make sure that it wasn't a, a hacker situation, that individuals were actually, that Amazon itself was actually trying to make things more convenient for people. Right. If you do have one in there that is some distance away, uh, it's a fluke probably, just delete it. And if you have issues deleting it, you can call Amazon's customer service. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I deleted mine. I was definitely able to do it. I was hype. I was like, yeah, I was able to do mine, you know? <laughs> so, and it went right through. So I kept the one that was closest to me, but that 33rd and market thing, I was like, uh, no, you gotta go. So I definitely, uh, deleted that. But, um, but yeah, we were panicking about that. You know, but yeah, I didn't. Yeah, everybody was. <laughs> yeah, we were. We didn't like that at all. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, Amazon did a bad job with uh, with rolling that out. They should have sent a, uh, you know, utilize the news outlets and let people know that this is what they were doing. And I think it was a knee jerk response on Amazon's part to kind of um, alleviate or, or reduce the incidences of porch piracy and give people other options. Um, and still allow people to shop from home as opposed to going out to physical retail establishments. You know, yeah. um, it was it was a smart thing to do, but it was rolled out. Uh, it could have been rolled out in a better way. So they should have sent out mass communications about that. Um, and since then, I, there's not been any uh, news information about it. Uh, about still has not been any news information about it, about them, you know, letting people know that it's not hackers and that their entire system was not taken over. Because if it was hackers, that means that practically every Amazon user <laughs> has been hacked. Right. And if Amazon had a breach of that magnitude, it would be something that they would absolutely in good conscience have to put out and right. let people know about. And that's what I said as well. I was like, well, I've been getting my packages you know what I mean? I, I've been getting mm -hmm. my packages, so they're not going to that locker, you know, mm -hmm. and I kept saying when I check, you know, choose this address, I choose my right. address, you know what I mean? Or I'm choosing my mm -hmm. parents. So I'm like, it can't, it's not going to go anywhere else unless you chose that locker. That's what I was exactly. thinking. You exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. A, a lot of, you know how things, <laughs> things travel fast, man, when folks start to panic and it, you know, it, it just creates this, hysteria and it's unnecessary, you know, and then everybody is just spreading misconceptions and, and, and spreading conjecture and it just creates this snowball effect and it just rolls downhill and everybody, you know, I had people, Oh, I closed my Amazon account altogether. <laughs> and I said, well, that was your problem because I did not, I did not panic. I jumped in and deleted a couple of them. And, you know, the one did stay the one that was closest to my home, which was fine. I was fine with that. Right. And people were just, I mean, just running down the street screaming fire. They were shutting down their Amazon they accounts. Were. And I said, okay. I said, well, that, that means less stops for the truck to get my stuff to me. So, right. all right, rock out. Right, run so, me my know. stuff. Right, exactly. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so there's some other stuff going on, too, that a lot of people need to be careful about. This is the the gift card scam and that is just... The, and in reference to this gift card scan, we're going to talk about this right after I take this break because we have got to check on traffic. I'm Roxy Fab. This is Evening Words. My guest right now, Jonathan Josie, we're talking about holiday safety and how uh, you need to be careful during the holidays and round the clock 
every single time you step out that door. We'll be right back. It's WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. You're listening to Evening Words on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. (laughs) Welcome back. It's Evening Words. I'm Roxy Fab and... It's our last day of the week together, you guys. So I'm just trying to bless you with some serious information today, as well as a little bit of news and what's going on in between. Again, it's WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media, 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and always, always online. And I will say, if you have a question, you can definitely call in at 215-634-8065. Just know that, you know, we're going to check them calls out. So 215-634-8065. Jordan will have it on lock. Trust me. So, all right, Josie. So wait a minute. Yeah. Tell me about me and my mother were looking for uh, Visa gift cards in the big gift card section of Target. And there were like none. I was like, mom, I think they keep them at the cash register or something. Something's going on. So you can't just pick one up, you know. And so I said, just leave it alone. We'll just go to like CVS and get it. But uh, yeah, tell us about this gift card scam that's going on. This is dumb. People just make things so hard that we can't just do stuff anymore. (laughs) Like, gosh. It makes you wonder that, you know, people put all of this energy into doing things illegally that they could channel into doing so many positive things. Yep. So one of the most recent gift card scams involves, it's kind of cumbersome for the individuals involved. Um, they go into those stores to those racks that you see that have all of the gift cards on them. They actually remove, uh, whether it be Visa gift cards, Apple gift cards, Amazon gift cards or whatever. They actually have to take them away from the location And what they do is they actually very carefully open up the packaging of the gift card and they cut off the top half of the gift card. Now, we know that we purchased gift cards before. The barcode is exposed through that little window. Mm -hmm. And that is what the cashier scans and activates as being and loads up the card. We know that when we get the gift card home and we open it up, we have either uh, a scratch off that has the card information just like a credit card, that's where the money is. So what these individuals are doing is they're going in they're getting these gift cards, probably taking them out in in an abundance. They're cutting them in half. And then they're that half, the top half, which basically um, includes the secret code and all of the numbers that are needed to make purchases with the gift card. They're placing the bottom half with the barcode that needs to be activated back in the window And they are sealing the packages back up, taking them back to the store. So you come in, um, unknowingly pick up a gift card. You take it to the cashier. You say, hey, I want to load 50 bucks on this gift card. They scan it. Boom. Now the card is active. Now you get home. You give your gift card to whoever. They call you and say, hey, I opened up my gift card and the card was cut in half. It's too late. But at that point, because now all of the information that was loaded onto that barcode and that the card number, which is the stuff that you need, all of the numbers that you need to make purchases is activated as well. And now the individuals have that card information and they've used it or done whatever they did with it. And there it is. So they can just go online and just go crazy. 
Yeah, yeah. So you have to make sure that you have a, a full card in those gift card packages. So when you pick up a gift card package, just squeeze it, kind of wiggle it a little bit, make sure you have a full gift card in there. If it looks tampered with in any way, if the back of the packaging um, has the numbers overly exposed, the only thing that should be exposed should be the barcode that the cashier needs to scan and load with your $50, or whatever you're putting on that gift card. Right. But individuals are, you know, folks sit around and think of these things and, and oh that's what happens. They're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's like I said, it's so like you said, they 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 use so much energy to. OK, you know what I figured out? I played with this gift card and I was able to cut this part like, yo, you know how much energy that takes. To th- I mean, that's they're smart. I'm going to give it to them. They're smart. But goodness, you this could be used in a better way. Like, I mean, I just don't even understand. Like, it, oh, my God. People, we gotta do better. I'm just, yeah. I mean, I'm just stuck with that whole thing because people are not thinking about that. They're not doing that. They're just picking it up, buying it, and then it's too late. And then my right. thing is not to be all rude, but how is it too late? It's not my fault that y'all's stuff wasn't on lock, and you huh. know, like it's not my fault. So somebody should be running me back my money. Yeah, it's 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 so crazy because there's so many vulnerabilities in these stores. They do things for convenience and it, it's good for people. But, you know, when you have too much convenience, it leads to graft and it leads to people starting to think. And it's so I'm telling you what we got. I got a couple more things to get through. Rock, you know, I can talk for days, but I really want to educate these folks. And, and, and it's important that they get this information. There's still phishing email scams out there where people are getting emails from legitimate what look like or appear to be legitimate uh banking institutions uh even um utility companies saying that they have passed due bills and you'll log in and you'll put in your information your login information and they've captured it and it looks really legit then you also have the phishing scams or the the credit card or the gift card scams where Pico or Comcast or people claiming to be Pico will send you an email or a text message right. saying that you are in jeopardy of having your services disconnected. They give you a phone number to call. You call the phone number. It sounds legit. And then it starts to go left because now the individuals on the other end of the phone are telling you that you need to go to a Walgreens or a CVS or a Rite Aid, right. buy Apple or Amazon gift cards and load it up and then give me the numbers off the back. First and foremost, Pico is not taking no Apple gift card. Right. Or an Amazon <laughs> gift card. Ah, right. Comcast is not taking an Amazon gift card or an Apple gift card. So if you have emails, unsolicited emails from retailers, financial institutions, uh, or utility companies, call the numbers that you know don't respond to the email. Don't click on anything. If you think it's questionable, do not click on it. Immediately call the numbers that are on your Pico bill, whatever bill, your cell phone bill, your Comcast bill. Call the numbers that you know, because there's also another scam associated with these customer service numbers. See. So, you know, and, and let me know, because I'll break into that now. We got to take a break for traffic or weather. But this is nope. deep. This is we got four <laughs> minutes before I got to take another break. Right. You good. So listen, so this is a scam that a lot of people don't know. When you search Google, say if you search 
uh, Google Apple customer service. You put that in your Google uh, taskbar. You search that. Right. I'm going to do it right now. You would automatically think you would automatically think that that first number or first information that pops up would be directly to Apple. Right. Because it it shows that because it shows the Apple and it says 1-800. Right. And I'm not necessarily saying Apple. I just use that for an example, right. but just bear gotcha. with me. So what happens is these scammers, in order to get that first slot in Google when people search particular things, you can pay Google. So these companies pay Google a lot of money to get those first spots. Scammers now have learned that if they pay for those first slots, if you say airline customer service number and it pops up, and the first number there is a 1-800 number that's associated with, say, Spirit Frontier Delta. You're automatically going to think that that is directly that company. Right. These scammers now are paying Google. And unbeknownst to Google, they may know or may not know that these people are not the legitimate number. And you call the 1-800 number and you're talking to these people and you're giving them your card number, your date of birth, oh. your address, your everything. Oh. And they are not the legitimate customer service numbers for these respective companies. I don't like it. <laughs> Listen, usually on your phone, it's, you know, your cell phone, you can dial 611 for customer service for most of the phone companies. Look at the numbers that are on your bill or that are in your contact us uh, section when you log into your own particular company, if you go to Comcast and you log in, just go to the contact us number at the bottom. Don't necessarily rely on Google to give you an accurate customer service number because these scammers now are paying for that top spot space. And that can take you down a rabbit hole financially that you may not be able to recover from. That is ridiculous. (laughs) Like it's crazy because I remember the one that was going around that was um, the Geek Squad. Yeah. And the Geek yeah. Squad, yeah. you know, you were getting an email and uh, the Geek Squad, you know, because it happened to me because I called it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm thinking, oh my gosh, da, 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 da. and it was a reference to something, and I can't remember, but it was something that I had because I bought it from Best Buy. And so I mm-hmm. called back and the guy's talking, you know, and he he had an accent and he was he was talking and he's like, yes, I, you know, da, 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 I work for this department and da, 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 and the federal law says da, 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 and he started going in. And I, me- I remember sitting in my car and I it hit me that he didn't answer the phone. You know, thank you for calling Best Buy. This is the Geek Squad. My name is such and such. Can I help you? He didn't answer the phone like that. He just said, hello, Geek Squad, you know, and I'm like, all right, well, I know they're separate in Best Buy, you know, and I got to talking to him. And when I tell you, I shifted that conversation so smoothly, he started yelling, well, I'm trying to help you. You know, this is, 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 da, da, da. he's, I mean, he's telling me he worked for a special this and that. And I was like, well, guess what? I don't believe you. And I know you're lying, trying to get, I'm not giving you, like, I just went, like uh, Harry Williams on our Facebook live page just said, I went Medea on him. Okay. I just went in and then all of a sudden he hung up and I was like, okay, ignore these emails, put them in junk. 
and call it a day. I mean, unbelievable. But yes, oh my God. It's Evening Words. I'm Roxy Fab. I'm here with my friend, Jonathan Josie, giving you some tips on what to do, what not to do, and how to pay attention so you don't get scammed this holiday season and every other day of the week. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Evening Words on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Welcome back again. It's Evening Words. I'm Roxy Fab, and we're talking about oh, just, you know, I'm so sick of these scams that it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. I just, I mean, something else to add, like today, you know, I went to, uh, I had a deposit slip and I went to deposit money in my cousin's account, you know, and he's like, you know, guy greeted me. Nice guy. His name is Mark, works for Bank of America in Folsom, Pennsylvania. Shout out to Mark. Thank you so much. So he's like, well, you know, our, our policy is, you know, you can't deposit it if it's a personal account. I said, well, I'm not trying to withdraw. I'm just trying to deposit. And he's like, you know, that's that's bank policy. Well, you know, I'm gonna let you do it today because of your circumstances and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, this was never an issue back in the day. If if my, if somebody gave you, you could deposit it in people's account and it was no problem. But because people wanna do wanna do and be wrong all the time, you can't even do that. So I got to deposit, take it out of one account, deposit it into mine, and then sell it to her. Like, it's too much. And yeah. I'm sick of y'all who don't do right. <laughs> just making you it. Just, oh. You just said the way it was perfect because Zell was the next thing I was about to oh, talk about. Oh, Lord, come on. <laughs> it's from my bank. That was the next thing I was about to talk about. Uh, text messages. I talked about this earlier, a little bit earlier. Um, text message scam. Um, it hit Zell earlier this year towards the latter end of last year uh, where individuals were getting text messages from their uh, financial institution, or so they thought, um, that was telling them or provided them with a 1-800 number to call. Once again, uh, as I alluded to just uh, prior to the break, these 1-800 numbers aren't legit. So it had people calling these 1-800 numbers um, that were not the legitimate financial institution. And they were telling people that, hey, your card, uh, that's on your Zelle account was compromised. We're going to send you this, that, and the third to your Zelle account. We need you to provide us with your Zelle access. And it was a whole entire scam. We had people losing money. Be leery of unwarranted text messages uh, asking you any type of information, asking you for your Cash App, your Zelle telling you that your cash app or your Zelle has been compromised. Um, they're getting very, very slick with these, uh, you know, these scams and they're sending text messages. First of all, text messages are convenient for us. Right. If we really don't feel like talking to somebody, sometimes we text. Right. So they'll, they know that you'll respond if they send a text to you and then they'll start communicating with you and telling you that they're from your financial institution or they're from a particular uh, app you have, may have on your phone that you don't pay for, but someone is charging your card for. Next thing you know, you're either calling them or you're providing them with personal information because the text message seemed legit. Do not fall for that. The IRS does not 
call your phone. The IRS does not text your phone. Right. The Social Security Administration does not text your phone or call your phone. The thing about it is, is they get a lot of seniors with these IRS and Social Security scams um, with their cell phones or, or whether it be email. Um, just be leery of unwarranted text messages. If they come from a, someone alleging to be a company that you do do business with, call that company's legitimate number from their website or from your bill. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over it. I just want people to be caught every single time and stop. Like, you know, I constantly say the audacity. Like, really? Like, I mean, when they scam, they didn't scam my mom. But when uh, last year, someone, my mom is one, she's old school, you know, so she's still writing checks and she's still doing it. And, you know, and she puts a little stamp on it and then she has a mailbox on her porch and she has a clip and she'll clip her envelopes right there for the postman, you know? Mm -hmm. And I guess one picked it up and went through it and it wasn't a postman. And he took a check that she wrote to whomever, whatever company it was for $64, washed mm -hmm. it. I had never even heard of that term. I was like, what? Washed it, wrote themselves a check for $5,000 and was able to cash it is what blew my mind. So mind you, I'm calling, I, I found out, you know, the name of the person and where they cashed the check at. I called that bank. I'm lighting them up, you know, and I'm like, obviously somebody worked there that she was able to cash that $5,000 check. You could see the difference of the handwriting. Like, you know, they washed the whole, they wa Josie and, 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 mm -hmm. and it was such a mess and scared my mother to death, which I know if this this happened so many times out out, out our way in Yaden, uh, they were, you know, stealing the postman's keys to get in the mailbox, you know, so they could take the checks and wash the checks. And uh, it was a big deal for a little while. And it took us a while to obviously get her money back. But I just felt like you come on. Like, how is that even possible? How that should have been flagged. You know, it was Santander and 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 it was our bank rather. And with and with I think what bank was it that the person cashed it at? It was like it was like a Bank of America or something. You know, it, it really was. And they should have flagged that. Like, I just don't understand how these things happen. And uh, it's really annoying that people can't just make their own money and do their own thing and leave us alone. You know? Yeah. It's, you know, I, I had an investigation some years ago and this kid was young kid, his early 20s, gregarious, very, very personable. This kid had a check writing uh, crew and they had taken people for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, he ended up getting prosecuted federally. Um, but it's, it's just that it's easy money in some instances, you know, um, banks try to have, you know, uh, precautions and safety issues, you know, safety precautions in place, but they always find a way to circumvent it, whether it be by depositing the, by depositing the checks into ATMs and getting automatic withdrawals and being able to immediately withdraw funds even if it's a percentage of what you, the check that you're depositing is worth, that's a couple hundred dollars more than what they've had. And it's unfortunate. And, and, I, and I really want to give a, give a shout out to 
uh, my frat brother, uh, brother Joe Green. He is over at the uh, district attorney's office He's, uh, over at the carjacking unit. They are really, really putting um, a lot of effort into prosecuting these people and, and, and making sure that individuals that are involved in all of these crimes are being prosecuted and, and also from a federal level. But I'm glad that, that uh, I, I just thought about that. Um, carjackings as well. Uh, yeah. We're going to touch on that real quick. How yeah. many minutes I got rock for the next break? You got a few. You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> all right. Good. All right. Let's rock and roll. Yeah, because the next so, break, I'm going to let you go. So you, cause you, all right, you know, all right. yep, you're good. So this is what you need to be careful of. Uh, it goes hand in hand with what I talked about at the beginning of the section segment, um, being aware of your surroundings and noticing if people are following you, not getting out of your car. Uh, people have a tendency, I know, I do it sometime myself. It's an old head thing. I think when you get home, you sit in the car for a couple minutes. Don't do it. Uh, pay attention to cars that are following you. Pay attention to headlights that have been behind you for a period of time. I always tell people, if you make three right turns and that car behind you makes those same right turns with you, it may be likely that they may be following you. Mm, uh, okay. Depending on what type of car you have, do not uh, have to fumble with your keys. Um you know, I, I say this, you know, because these, these individuals are taking cars. Sometimes they're taking high end cars. Sometimes they're just taking regular cars. But at the end of the day, you don't want to put yourself in a position where you're being victimized by an individual that wants your vehicle. I always tell people a car can be replaced. Your life can't. Mm -hmm. If you are in a position where you are carjacked and these individuals come up with or without a weapon, don't get yourself hurt to save your car. And I know it becomes personal because that's your property. You mm -hmm. want it, you need it to get back and forth to work, uh, to get your kids to daycare and to school, but let them have the vehicle. Um, they've had great success. Uh, the the, the uh, carjacking unit here in uh, Philly uh, has had great success in, in, in clearing a lot of these cases. Um, cause they always, they always mess up. They always do something silly. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, sometimes these cars are used in commission of other crimes. Sometimes they're used for joyriding. The higher end ones sometimes, um, are resold, but just do not, uh, get yourself hurt, uh, to save a car because a car can be replaced. Um, just be mindful of where you're going. Try to get your stuff done during the day. If you can try to get all of your shopping out during the day, limit your, uh, vulnerability and uh, your exposure. Mm. Yeah, there's a there's been a lot of carjacking and it kills me that, you know, especially at these gas stations, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's been so much going on at these gas stations during the day. And, you know, they're definitely following them. You know, they've had to been following them for a while to see maybe what, what driveway they pulled out of. I'm not really sure, but it's just like, wow, you know, and they're pulling up hard. And, and carjacking these people so i'm uh yeah and i and i am one to sit in the car i will sit in the car like i did last night and the night before because i'm on the phone and i need to finish the conversation and i got my coat and my backpack and my pocketbook so i just locked the door and sit in front of my door now what i actually did with my house i put some uh rope uh like white um, along my long railing as as Christmas. So it's so bright that it's ridiculous, you know? And I always keep, when I get out the car, I always keep my key in my hand because of the panic button. And if I need to hit that panic button to make that siren noise with the car, then I always have to have that. Cause you're not, you know, you're not always gonna be able to get a spot in front of your house sometimes, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, 
So that's, you know, so yeah, people do do that too. If you think about it, I mean, I know, hey, people can come and still snatch your key, but at least you've hit that panic button that your car is making this siren noise that maybe somebody look out their window and see, wait a minute, something's going on. They're trying to steal the car and make a phone call, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, that I know. I know I do that. We're going to, I will say this, Josie, someone asked, uh, do you have a website with these tips? So what we're going to do is I know you have an event to attend. I'm not letting you go yet, but I know you got an event to attend. I got some time. I got some time. I got some time. Well, no, what I'm going to say is what we're going to do is uh, even tomorrow, uh, if if you have a second, me and you can talk and I can type. You know what I mean? Like kind of okay. sort of reiterate what we did today and I can upload it, you know, or send it to, to word radio and they can upload it for, for some of these tips. So that's how I can possibly help out Harry. Uh, we'll see what we can do, but I'll definitely make sure that you get to see uh, and read some of these tips that we talked about. You know, you can always uh, save the broadcast in your uh, saved videos so you can watch rewatch the broadcast and, and check these out, but I will definitely type it up so you guys can be able to read it and uh, check it out. Harold Sprittle said, tell do thank you. Malcolm White said, great information. So everybody is saying great show. Thank you. Killer show. They're, they're really appreciating it and they're going to start using credit cards and not cash. So I know you got something else to tell us as well. So yeah. 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 So, um, you remember uh, a little while ago, I, I think I, I was on here somewhere else. I think I may have been on, but skimmers are still there. Skimming devices on gas pumps, skimming devices on ATMs are still there. Uh, skimming devices are still on point of sale machines. Um, so what the skimming device is, it's actually a device that's inserted into or it's somewhat that can be external on point of sale machines. And it captures your card information. Uh, when it in its inception, it was capturing the card information from the magnetic strip on the back. Now they have gotten a little more sophisticated. They are capturing the information from the chip in your card. So it gets very, very hairy of how you do things. So this is my suggestion. Of course, if you do use an ATM, some of the ATMs now have uh, tap devices. Inspect that ATM. Make sure that there are no loose or moving parts on there. Uh, that would indicate that it's not standard ATM equipment and then go to another ATM. Some banks now have gotten smart and allowed you to use your app on your phone to access your ATM where you don't even have to take your card out. Uh, Wawa is one of the gas stations that uses also in the app. You can start the gas pump through your app. You don't even have to bring your card out. I highly recommend using that. When you go to these stores and they have a point of sale machine, hey, wiggle that point of shell machine at the top because what they typically do is they use a keypad overlay that mimics or looks exactly like the point of sale machine and they place it over the actual legitimate point of sale machine, but it is actually equipped with the skimming device that captures your card information. Also, this is another suggestion that I have for people. Have two bank accounts. And what I mean with, I don't mean a checking and a savings on the same account. Have an account that you keep a large, you know, the large sum of your money in and have another account that just has a debit card on it. They're not the same account numbers, but you can transfer money to them. So what I do is I have an account, I call it my travel and my bill paying account. I have a debit card on it. I want to pay my cable bill. My cable bill is 
astronomical, but anyway, whatever. I transfer <laughs> that exact too. amount over. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I had to say that. Transfer that exact amount to that card, pay my cable bill. So therefore, this account has a minimal amount of money in it, but it's a card that has the most exposure. So there's never a time unless they just happened at the perfect time when I've transferred money into that account, use that card or compromise that card where they get anything. I usually keep about 25 bucks in it. I also use that card when I travel. I move money onto that card and that's the only card unless I'm using, I'm using an actual credit card. If I use that when I'm out of the country, I'll use that card because it's a minimum amount of money that I keep on it and I can via my banking app or via telephone move money into it. I want to pay my cell phone bill. My cell phone bill is 120 bucks. I move 120 bucks onto that card. I pay my cell phone bill. It limits the exposure to your regular banking account. So that is a suggestion that I have for people. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, they're talking about it. You know, Cheryl Brown said you're absolutely correct. She has two. And she also said you're awesome with this information. Um, yeah, everybody's saying safety <laughs> first. You know, I mean, what? Yo, I mean, I have two, but that's not the point. <laughs> it's not the point. You know, yeah. like like I said, I just get annoyed. And I know it's just the way of the world. But I because I got um, I went to uh, uh, L.A. and I was uh, staying in uh, Calabasas and I went to use my card at like this. This I came out of Calabasas riding around and I went into this store. Uh, what did I, I forgot what I wanted, but whatever. I went to the store. I bought something and took it back to my hotel room. Everything's cool. I'm fine. Whatever, whatever. Get to the airport a couple days later to go home. And it was freezing in the airport. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I, I'm like, I need to buy a hoodie or something real quick. You know, blah, blah, blah. Went to buy it. It said, boo. I said, wait a minute. Hold on. What? You know, went to do it again. It said, uh, I said, oh, wait, who, what? So then I checked my phone app and it was red credit. I said, wait a minute, what? Uh, what? And I called my bank and they were like, we put a hold on it. You know, we put a freeze on it because, you know, we saw that there's a charge in Kentucky. And and you, I said, well, wait, I'm in California, you know. And I said, Did somebody tried to buy a, a whole furniture set. <laughs> with my bank card you know oh, from wow. kentucky you know so i was so upset because unfortunately they froze that until the investigation and all so i was like what the heck i had to have my my girlfriend buy me a hoodie because i couldn't i was i was locked i couldn't do anything mm -hmm. you know and people get on my nerves with that that's all yeah, I just, yeah. so i just want to notify your bank Put alerts on your phone. Yep. Use your banking app. Put a minimum on it. Say, hey, anything over $200, $250 that's tried to just charge, send me a notification. Also, I'm going to give you a couple websites yep. that you can use because a lot of your information is public, publicly accessible. And that's how these uh, near-do-wells chip away at your information. Go to this one. OneRep.com, O-N-E-R-E-P.com. Sign up for their program. They search the internet, scour for all of your personal information to see if you have stuff out there. It's a fee for it, but it's well worth it. I think it's like $100 a year, and they just check 
over however many websites they find your public information on and they remove it. Also, LifeLock. LifeLock is legit. Uh, They put uh, holds on, they put uh, alerts on your social security numbers, um, you know, and and some of your banking information. But utilize your bank, utilize their security alerts, utilize, uh, like I said, OneRep.com and LifeLock.com are reputable companies that can help you and assist you with minimizing your profile and your vulnerabilities uh, to be compromised uh, financially. Okay. I love it. Okay. So take us from the top to the bottom, just bullet points from the first bullet points. Yep. Porch pirates utilize Amazon drop boxes, gift card scams. If you're going to buy a gift card at CVS or Walmart or Target or wherever, make sure that the entire card is in the package make sure that it's not cut in half and that someone has pampered with the back of that gift card and got the information. Phishing emails. You're not paying your bills with an Amazon gift card or Apple gift cards. If you get a phone call, a text message, and someone says that you're delinquent and they're about to shut off your service and they're requiring you to make these payments with Apple gift cards or telling you to go and wire money or Zelle or cash after money, it's probably a scam. Google customer service numbers. If you need the customer service number to a particular company, if you put it in your Google search engine, the first one that pops up may or may not be that actual company. Go to the company's website, drop down to the contact us uh, link and dial that number there. Uh, Skimming devices, they're still there. Minimize the use of your card if you can. Inspect the ATMs, inspect the gas pumps. Utilize the apps that they have. If your gas station has an app that allows you to activate the pump from the app, do that. Also be aware of your surroundings when you're traveling. Don't leave your keys in your car. Don't leave your purchases in the car because individuals will break into your car and steal those things if they're visible. Sometimes they'll break into a car just to see if there's anything in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that may be it. I think I covered everything. OneRep.com, use them. And LifeLock, and don't sit, and don't sit in your car when you park in in front of your car. Please don't (laughs) sit in your car. I know sometimes you get out the car and that that jam is on, and you want to finish that jam, and you in there, you singing, and the next thing you know, you got some knuckleheads banging on your window with guns, and now you're in a situation that you don't want to be in. That's real. Cause you, and I know, you know, it's real. Cause we, you know, you, you, you get know, in the car, you get in the car and you like, uh, 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 you, and you got to keep going. Yeah. You know what that I mean? Good Teddy P, that good Teddy P be on and you, you haven't heard that song in a while and you come on and go with me. Right. And right. You know, <laughs> you're doing your own you know, concert. You're doing, you're doing <laughs> <laughs> Um, yep. Next thing you know, you ain't got a car to do your own content. Yeah, somebody is going down to their place with your car. Right. You just wish them by to it. So, you know. <laughs> oh my God. So I tried to jot some notes down, but I'm definitely going to get with you anyway. I will text you tomorrow and okay. uh, check a time in with you that I can type it up and make it look pretty and uh, give it to the word radio listeners on a website or, or however we can do it right here at WURD. Josie, thank you so much please know no that problem. everyone appreciated all the tips i did as well and um you know and i and i thank you and i know that we're going to be talking about s- things that are similar 
in another broadcast and I, I'm excited and I welcome anytime that you even have something, you know, that's going on as far as, Hey, you know what, this is something new that y'all need to look out for, you know, mm-hmm. let me know. And, and if I'm covering or guest hosting, I will definitely have you on like, Hey, this is new. I want y'all to do this, you know, any, any single time, any single time. Now I know also too, you teach something and I want you to give that website or information before we go, but I got to take a quick break real quick and then I'm gonna let you go. No it's problem. WURT, WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. I'm Roxy Fav. It's Evening Words. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Evening Words on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Woo, welcome back to Evening Words. I'm Roxy Fab, and I know that my friend teaches uh gun safety and things like that correct that is correct i am a certified firearms instructor um owner of omega personal safety and consulting uh so a lot of people have fear of firearms um and and chris tucker says something in a movie and and it always stuck with me i think it was rush hour he said guns don't guns don't kill people stupid people with guns kill people Mm -hmm. and 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 i and i always uh, stick by that i said i have yet my 51 years of living, seeing a gun just jump off of a table and, and hurt somebody. Facts. Um, so um, I talk to people about just dispelling the misconceptions and the fears of owning a firearm. It's your Second Amendment right to do so. Um, and in this climate, you know, people deserve a right and deserve the ability to protect themselves and their families. And if you're going to do it, you need to do it right and make sure that you are um, knowledgeable, um, you know, and skillful with, you know, what you have and, 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 and when and how uh, you can use it to kind of, you know, keep yourself out of trouble and to keep yourself safe. Uh, if anyone has any questions, they can send me an email directly to Omega Personal Safety at gmail.com and I'll get back to them and, and we'll talk about what their needs are. All right. I'm going to type that in because it's you don't have a website yet, correct? No, it's not. It's actually it's a Facebook page of Omega Personal Safety and Consulting on Facebook. Okay. Um, uh, the, the, the actual website is actually still building because I have a couple things that I need to add to it because there's a couple components uh, to the business that uh, have to be added. I got you. So it's a Omega Personal Safety on Facebook? Omega Personal Safety and Consulting. Yep. Okay. And, and Consulting. I thought I knew I missed something and Consulting on Facebook. And the email is, say it again one more time for me. Omega Personal Safety at gmail.com safety at gmail.com all right you guys i put it in on our facebook live page so if you're listening only when you get home check out our facebook live page and you will see the information posted right there in the comments if you're watching via facebook live again i dropped it right there for you check it out send the email to omega personal safety at gmail.com and check out omega personal safety and consulting on facebook josie thank you so much for everything i appreciate you so much i will talk to you soon and have fun at your event tonight You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.